Hello and welcome to I Talk to Ghosts. I'm your spirited host, Jennifer, a professional medium and a collector of ghost stories. Tonight, dear listener, I'm glad you're here because we're going to be venturing into some very shadowy territory. If you love a good spooky ghost story like me, you've probably already heard of shadow people and also the hat man. I've collected a few chilling stories to share with you this evening, as well as one of my own personal encounters with a shadow-like being. It may be a little extra spooky tonight, but we still have room for the spiritual as well. I have another wonderful spirit reading to share with you with my latest podcast guest. Also, linger around after that for a spirit message that may be specifically for you. Consider it a mini seance session in which a loved one who has passed has the opportunity to reach out and give a message to someone connected to listening to the podcast. So that might be you. That's later on in the podcast. But for now, let's dive into the terrifying. The shadows are closing in right now. I was about 16 at the time. I used to stay up late on the computer, which was situated in the dining room. It was in the middle of the night when I saw something in the corner of my eye. I looked to my right, and in the doorway, someone was there. It moved away fast, so I brushed it off as I thought it was my older sister being silly. She was also awake as she was watching movies in the other room. I returned to the computer screen. I again saw something in the corner of my eye. I looked and the person jumped to the left of the doorframe and hid behind the wall. This time I got up thinking it was my sister just being stupid. I walked over and looked down the hallway, but no one was there. I was thinking to myself, what the heck? I called out to my sister asking her where she was and she replied, in the TV room. The TV room was in a different direction in the house, so I know I wasn't seeing her. I instantly got freaked out. I jumped online to see if any of my friends were still awake just to have some online company. I then saw something again from the corner of my eye, but this time, when I looked, there was a man in the doorway, all in shadow, wearing a top hat. I couldn't see his facial features, just a dark mass in the shape of a human wearing a hat. I can see he was looking straight at me. He then turned and walked away slowly as if he didn't care that I had seen him. I ran to my sister and told her what happened, and she told me that she sees that man all the time, but didn't want to tell me, as she knew it would frighten me.
Our family had moved into a hundred-year-old farmhouse. There was always weird stuff happening at this place. My brother and I had side-by-side bedrooms with a door in between them. One night, I was lying in bed, and he called out, John, lay down. I said, quiet, I'm trying to go to sleep. And he said, no, I want you to go to bed. You're bugging me. I asked, what do you mean? And my brother said, aren't you standing in the doorway? And I said, no, I'm lying in bed. I couldn't see anything, but he told me that he could see a man standing in our doorway. I didn't know what to do. Eventually, we fell asleep. A week or so later, he hollered into my bedroom, John? I answered back, yeah? He asked, are you up? I said, well, I'm lying in bed. He said, that guy is standing at the end of your bed now. I didn't see anything. One day, I was watching TV downstairs, and out of the corner of my eye, I saw something coming down the staircase. Then it turned and went into the kitchen. I looked and saw what appeared to be a dark shadow of a man. I told my dad and he said, I've seen that too. That blew me away. We had so many other strange things happen in that house. In my room, there was this little cubby hole, a little attic crawl space. I always thought it would be a great hiding place for comic books or whatever. One night, the door to it started moving on its own. The little wooden latch on the door started moving like something was in there trying to get out. I freaked out so badly that I moved out of the room. My brother started sleeping in there after I left for college. When I lived there, I was always scared to go up in that room and so was every friend I ever had over. One day after I moved out, I went up there and saw that my brother had two dressers up against that cubbyhole door. He told me one night something was trying to get out of that door, that it had moved those two dressers about three inches away from the door. It scared him so badly that he started staying in the living room. All I can say is, that was one spooky house. If you love the I Talk to Ghosts podcast, consider supporting the show. Visit my Patreon page at patreon.com slash italktoghosts. There you'll find special rewards and perks, including previews of upcoming ghost stories and behind-the-scenes details. Thank you so much for supporting the show. 
Welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I do have a personal story to share with you this evening of an encounter that I had with a shadow-like being. I went to see a movie a few years back. It was a theater that I had been to before, and I've been to since. I remember it was theater number nine, and we sat far back in the uh, upper section of the theater. I don't remember what movie we were watching, but I do remember that this was a time in my life where I was a little exhausted. I fell asleep during the movie. At one point, I woke up, and you know when you're in a movie theater and the screen is really bright, when someone gets up to walk past you in the aisle, they're basically a very dark silhouette. And that's exactly what I saw when I opened my eyes and looked up. There was someone standing directly next to me. It looked as if they were looking at me expectantly because they wanted to pass by. And in a movie theater, the seats are kind of cramped and you have to move in order to allow someone to get past you. Well, I also had my bag and my large drink at my feet so I saw the person was startled um, and just felt a little embarrassed that oh how long have they been standing here waiting for me to react I said oh excuse me hold on I leaned forward and quickly grabbed my bag and my drink off the floor and when I sat back up and looked the person was gone And I sat there for a second and looked around. No one could have sat back down in that amount of time. And I could see the wall of the theater. It was very blank, no pattern. I couldn't have mistaken anything on the wall to be a silhouette of anyone standing in front of me. And I just sat there for a while, contemplating it. And finally, I turned to my friend next to me and I said, Hey, did you see someone standing here a minute ago? And they were like, No, no, we didn't, we didn't see anyone. But that silhouette was solid and real and exactly human-shaped. And at no point when I saw it did I question that someone was actually standing there, staring at me, perhaps waiting for me to move so they could pass by. It was a pretty creepy experience. I have one more story for you tonight. I debated about sharing it on the podcast because I happened to share it this past October on Jim Harold's campfire. I called in with the story and I can't resist sharing it with you here. Last spring, I was having a really bad day. Nothing was going right. I had to drive to meet someone and I drove two hours to get there and they didn't show up. I was kind of livid. And I'm the type of person who really doesn't like to be in a bad mood. I kind of find it to be a little bit of a waste of your day. And I try to pull out of it rather quickly, especially if the situation isn't 
continuing to go on. Why dwell on it? But that night, I went to bed, and you know how your brain is. When things quiet down for the evening, if there's something that's kind of snagged in your thoughts, you tend to replay it. And that's exactly what I did. And I started to get mad and angrier and angrier. And I couldn't sleep. And I was tossing and turning, just livid at that point. And I thought, this energy isn't mine. I don't want to keep it. And I just envisioned flinging it out there into the universe. Get rid of this frustration and anger and just stop. With all that effort, it really didn't help my mood. I decided to go upstairs to our entertainment room. Sometimes that change of scenery can help you change your mood a bit. And eventually, though still mad, I fell asleep. When suddenly, I woke up to the thought, there's someone here. And my eyes immediately flew open and I sat up and straight ahead of me, across the room in the shadows, there was this tall, pitch black figure and the shape of him was wearing a hat and he had glowing orange eyes and his silhouette was wispy and smoky and a little undefined but he was definitely there and I have heard enough stories of the hat man that I knew exactly who this was and I thought to myself no 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 and I laid back down and closed my eyes and looked again and he was gone and and eventually I went back downstairs and slept until morning And the next day I was really thinking about it, that, you know, as a medium, when I call spirits close uh, to communicate with me for a spirit reading, I set the intention and I fling out as much love and compassion that I possibly can, like a beacon, to have someone come forward. And what did I do the night before? I did the exact opposite of that. And I was flinging out anger and frustration and all kinds of nasty feelings. And I feel like I attracted something else. And (laughs) I can say I definitely learned that lesson. Uh, the, The next day, I brought up some selenite and some protection herbs which are still up there in the corner where I saw this figure and I'm not just going to fling negative emotion and energy out there and not expect there to maybe be a reaction from the spirit world given the work that I do. I think there are healthier ways to acknowledge and manage your emotions and dissipate them in a more constructive manner. (laughs) Are you enjoying your ghostly visit? If so, please follow, like, comment, and share. The ghosts may be talkative, but they are lousy at marketing, so every click helps. Tell your friends, and please leave a kind review so that others might join us. The spirits, and I thank you. Welcome back to I Talk 
to Ghosts. My guest tonight for her spirit reading is Chrissy. Chrissy, welcome to the podcast. How are Hello. you doing? I'm good. I'm very excited about this today. I'm super excited as well. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, you may or may not have seen in the video for the podcast, like on YouTube, but I have like all these notes that I've yes. taken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Yay. I am I'm like yeah, excitement is the operative word here and that is great energy to have as well. Someone came through right away. They seem to be dancing into the room almost really high energy. Like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Who did, is this someone you can connect to? Does this sound right? <laughs> I have an idea of who that could potentially be yeah <laughs> okay okay well let me see this person lots of ideas lots of energy endless energy it seems like almost to a detriment sometime maybe a couple little focus problems there but just really uh vibrant and bubbly and warm so um who who do you think this is for you hmm I have two friends that I'm thinking of that it could totally be um, okay. and that I was really hoping one or maybe both of them would come through. So uh, a couple of different things were being brought up for me. Um, making your own clothing came up. Is that something that you? Yeah, I, I'm not super great at it yet, but I do dabble in sewing and um, like altering my own clothing and things like that. Someone was calling you their sister. Like I don't have a sister, mm -hmm. <laughs> but there is a person that has passed and we were good friends. And I think that she would call me her sister. One thing in particular that came up super early on was uh, I was really getting um, the botanical plants, um, homesteading type vibe. Um, she was a druid. <laughs> so that makes sense. Okay. She, um, she was really into plants, crystals, okay. all of that stuff. Really grounded and centered, really knew herself. Mm -hmm. But, um, at the same time, yeah, I'm getting the sense that there was so much more she wanted to do. She looked at the world like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And mm -hmm. like, even like spread out and travel, like see things, interact with things, um, experience things. Does this sound like her? Yeah. I mean, she, I think she probably had a lot of plans and things like that, that she still wanted to do. I know in relation to me specifically, she had like uh, her and a couple of her friends would do like a witch tea party every year for Halloween. And she wanted to meet, like bring me into the fold and get me started with their little group. Um, but it just never happened. Like Not, never lined up. Yeah. And so I feel like with her, we both wanted like more time together to, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we were just really connected both together and also with the spiritual. Wonderful. Oh, that sounds like just such an amazing friendship. So I'm really sorry for your loss there. But Thank you. This makes sense now. I was feeling really amplified. So I was going to ask you if um, 
like the, the energy that I was feeling was very amplified. I was going to ask you if you had a spirit guide or if perhaps this woman could now be your spirit guide. Do you ever get that sense? <laughs> yeah. I, um, I've actually seen her since she's passed. Um, she said goodbye to me the night, like early morning that she passed. Um, and it's funny cause when I talk about her now, I'm like, yeah, she's part of my like spirit posse. She like, she's got my back <laughs> and uh -huh. I always feel like when stuff's really hard, she's around. And, uh -huh. um, I was so hoping she was going to come through. Yeah. I was like, please, I want to talk to you. I really, um, I I'm going to cry. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I do. I miss her a lot. <laughs> yeah. She, I think she was the one who kind of came dancing in. Like she was very within her element. You know, a lot of times like, oh, well, I'll connect with spirit. They're kind of like, okay, what is this? How, you know, and she's just like, yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> like I've been here. waiting for you. <laughs> uh -huh. um, do you ever feel, um, she was asking me to bring up uh, the temperature. Do you ever feel temperature changes when when she's around? Um, yes, it's usually warm mm -hmm. or like there's light behind her. Like it feels, yes. I am so glad that you trust in this. And, you know, <laughs> I meet so many people who are like, I'm not sure. I really want it to be true. But like, it's true and you know it. And, and that's so fantastic. I believe, I believe so much. And I, there is like an inner cynical element sure. mm -hmm. that is always like, well, what if it was just that? What if it was this? But at the same time, I've had so many things happen in my life and I've met so many people that have had happen. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm there. I buy in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if she had like a leather bound book, the kind it's like a leather bound journal and you, you have the tie around it? Oh, I'm sure she did. Yeah. She okay. had all kinds of stuff like that. Okay. Cause I, w I was being shown that and she's also encouraging you to journal as well that, uh, I don't know if you do, but she thinks it would be a great way for you to fortify. Yeah. I need to do it more consistently for sure, but <laughs> very cool. Let me see. Okay. Do you, do you have a small business or have you thought about creating a small business? Cause I'm feeling some encouragement in that area of things. I have thought about it in the past. Um, oh, I've even done some like crafting stuff in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not currently something that I'm doing, but yeah. Okay. Well, if it comes up in the future, I think there's a lot of encouragement there that she's just like, you would be amazing and don't let your analytical mind talk you out of it. Fair you know. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, picture it as if it's already happened and how amazing that is. And that's the energy, you know, to connect with, with that. So okay. yeah, I think she just, she just really wants to gush about you a little bit and, and say just how creative you are and how anything that can be done to encourage you in those aspects of, of life, um, just never hold back. You know, even, you know, we always think we have to make these big grandiose gestures, but ex explore it in small ways, you know, yeah. and, and then see how that feels and then grow and build from there. You know, it doesn't have to be 
um, this huge effort. But um, tap into that energy with your friend. She, fe- I really feel like she knew herself through and through. And that's like a message that I'm getting from her for you to encourage you in that aspect of life. Yeah, she knew herself through and through. Uh, her, her dark side and her light side, you know, her shadow self and her, her external self. And um, the more that we can just emulate that. Uh, I think the better, and she just really wants to encourage you with that. Oh, I have chills right now. (laughs) So one thing that I will mention to you that has never happened to me before, someone was showing me the Three of Swords, uh, the tarot card, and I actually uh, have my deck here to, because I was going to bring it up as a visual aid, Mm -hmm. and it's not in my deck, which is very strange. Weird. If you're not familiar with tarot, it's very much like a a Valentine type heart and there's three swords going through it, one down and two crisscross. Are you familiar Mm -hmm. with it? I am. Yeah. Um, Does it have any significance to you outside of the meaning of the card? This past year um, was so heavy with grief for me uh, Mm -hmm. and for my family. And so I feel like... Yes, that is very accurate depiction okay. of kind of some feelings. Um, yeah, I, you know, I th- it's being shown to me to acknowledge that. And also, you know, the Three of Swords, since you're familiar with tarot, it has a lot to do with cutting losses from grief as well. It's like you process this, don't feel guilty about processing it. And, you know, as it fades or subsides, it's okay. You know, so I think there's a level of encouragement there that it's acknowledging the grief and also that, you know, it's okay to move out of that phase. And, yeah. um, you know, because we're, we're here to celebrate life, right? And we can take those who are connected to us in spirit with us on that journey. And, you know, life continues, the connection continues, right? So yeah. hopefully, um, you know, I'm... And the fact that the card is missing, like I went through my deck three times and it's like, okay, this really sounds like um, it further reinforces that message of it's okay to let it go a little bit. You know, we're we're never ever over anything 100%, but we can check in with ourselves and say, hey, should I let this go 10%? How does that feel? Am I comfortable with that? You know, kind of that just self-evaluation as you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I do have a a message for you before we leave uh, this evening. And, (laughs) oh my, giving him what you said, it says, you will get through hardships, is is the message, which is very fitting, considering what we were just talking about. You will get through hardships, and you're going to come out sitting on a throne, like you're the queen, you know? So take everything that you've learned in, in hardships and challenges and in, and the joy of life as well. And what you are able to create and, and, um, just how it shapes you into an amazing person. It's like, you're a queen, you know, (laughs) you have a crown, you know, you're on a throne. So just carry that notion and symbology with you as you go you know because they they that's how they see you they see you sitting sitting with a crown and and just being the queen of of your life 
if that makes sense. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> they definitely see that. And it's it's a message of encouragement and saying, you know, we see you, see yourself, know yourself through and through and what you're capable of and, and how you can celebrate yourself and because they, they are cheering you on. And um, yeah, your spirit guide is just ready to amplify for you and, you know, connect into that and trust it. And when the analytical mind comes in, just be like, no, 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 there's, there's a space for that somewhere else, but not in this, you know, not in spirituality, not in intuition, not in just our intuitive self, you know, as an energetic being. So there yeah. you go. What do you think? I am so happy that I did this. I, um, I've listened to all of the podcast and every time I'm like, oh, that would be so fun. <laughs> and then I finally got to do it. So yay. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to do this reading for you. I really appreciate it. I'm super grateful. And um, yeah, I'll keep listening and hear everybody else's spirit messages too. <laughs> would you like to receive a free spirit reading with me enter for your chance at italktoghosts.com slash guest each week i'll randomly select a name from the list to be a guest on the show together we will talk to the spirits who wish to communicate with you and our session will be featured on a future episode of i talk to ghosts the spirits are waiting. Enter now at italktoghost.com slash guest. Hello and welcome back to I Talk to Ghosts. I have a spirit message tonight for someone who is listening to the podcast. This evening I got the impression of someone's dog who has passed. I can describe this dog as um, tawny in color, you know, kind of orangish beige, uh, the type of dog that has the white stripe down the throat and chest and maybe on the belly, like a boxer type uh, dog. But this dog has larger eyes, I think, than I'm used to with a boxer. And I see her so happy, so enthusiastic that she's wagging her tail so hard that she's kind of making a U shape with her body. And she's also looking up at me, just licking her nose, licking her nose, licking her nose. Like that's how she expresses her happiness. And I'm also shown daisies. So I'm wondering if this dog's name was Daisy or if you planted daisies um, at her grave okay I think I'm going to leave the reading at that this evening yeah so with that dear listener we've reached the end of this episode of I Talk to Ghosts thank you so much for spending this time with me this evening. If you happen to have a shadow person story of your own, I would love to hear it. In the meantime, wherever you wander off to in this world, 
or the next, come back and visit me. <laughs> Have a lovely evening and good night. If you listen to my podcast, you have to be like me. You love listening to spooky stories. I'm excited to say that Audible is a sponsor of this podcast. Audible storytelling keeps me company no matter what other task I'm doing. And you know what? Listening can also keep my stress at bay because my mind is being drawn into the stories I'm listening to. Sign up and try it now by visiting audibletrial.com ghosts. I'll also have a link for you in my episode description notes that you can click on. Happy spooky reading!